<laughs> what the fuck is up, you sexy bitches? Welcome back to an all-new episode of Vodka Soda Splasher Brand. I am Brandon Ward, and we are on episode nine. We are almost at double digits. Maybe if I didn't take a fucking six-week break, we would already be there. But you know what? We're not. And here we are, sitting here starting episode nine. I, I honestly can't believe we're already at nine episodes. But anyway, last week in episode eight, I talked all about fall, everything fall related. And it kind of got the conversation going between a lot of my friends and I, like fall topics, cuffing season, and the whole nine yards. So when I asked Instagram, what do people want to listen to this week? The number one response was my dating life, which is funny because um, there's it's very it's lacking in that department my life is. But we will talk about any updates that I have for you this week. And then the other point of thing of you know conversation that people said was cuffing season. So yesterday I'm on the internet and I am looking through Twitter as you do during the day when you need like a five second break and I see this picture and then I was on Instagram as well and I saw a different picture that was more tailored towards like not Boston but like people in real life if that that literally made no sense what I'm uh, what I'm trying to tell you is I was on fucking Instagram looking at a story not on Twitter I totally lied to you and I saw this picture on a story and it was it's all about like cuffing season now I know this year cuffing season is is going to wow okay stroke is going to be a little bit different because we are still in a pandemic. So are people going to break the social distancing rules to go on a date with someone? Are they going to break them even further to go home with them if that eventually leads to that? So this year is a little bit different. So I'm going to pretend like this is a normal year. We're back to reality. There's a vaccine. Everyone's vaccinated. Life is finally good again. So just like picture yourself in that like that world okay the one we used to live in so this picture and i will post this after i post this episode is actually pretty fucking funny so i tweeted about i was i called this the season of cuffed so draft day draft day was technically september 22nd 2020 but that's okay because this episode today's date is the 24th which so you've kind of lost two days but that's right so draft day just means you pick your top candidates so i in my home asked everybody to pick me some candidates. So I have my draft going. My draft is currently going. You have one week until 10-1 to figure out who is actually going to be on your roster. So I went through my Tinder. I went through my Instagram. I even went through fucking Grinder to see who was out there, who is eligible, and who I can pick up on my team. So I put together my list of all the draft picks. No, I'm not going to name names. That's for me to know and for you to see me out on a date. And I have it ready to go. So on 10-1, that's when tryouts start. So between 10-1 and 11-1, you are trying everybody out. You want to go on as many first dates as you can. And I told my roommates, I was like, listen, Will and Brendan, I want to have a roster between 6 to 10 people. And the look they gave me was priceless. They were like, you don't even go on one date ever let alone six to 10, because you realize like you're going to have to go meet six to 10 different people over the course of four weeks at different places. Like, okay. I was like, fuck, that's like a lot of, that's a lot of bodies. I got to get to know. So I narrowed it down to five people. So five people I feel like is doable. One week you're going to have to go twice, but that's like totally okay. So from 10-1 to 11-1, you are trying everybody out. You're going to Harp and Bard. You're going to DB Co. You're going wherever the fuck you want to go on a nice date. Some people you may already think that you have like a better chance with. You might want to take them to a nicer restaurant. So that's for you to decide, right? So then preseason starts 11-1. What preseason means is you got to get yourself more serious with one to three prospects. So if you, there's different types of people. There's types of people that like to kind of like play the field a little bit and have, they'd like to talk to three different people at once. There's people that think that's way too stressful and like to talk to one person at once. I like to keep it, okay, 
That's a lie. I say I would like to talk to three different people at once, but as soon as I start to like kind of get a little emotionally attached to one person, Will tells me all the time, don't put all your eggs in my, your, don't put all your eggs in one basket. But guess what? I fucking put all my eggs in one basket. That basket is so fucking full. I'm like, I want to play the field and like be cool. No, that's not what I do. I tend to get like emotionally attached to just one person and then I end up fucking myself over in the long run. So the preseason really means you need to have one to three people. I really am. I really truly am going to try to narrow it down to three people and make sure I have a few different options opposed to like putting every all my emotional stress into one person and then have that not work out. So then you ask yourself, well, what happens on 12-1? 12-1 is cuffing season. That means you have to select your best match or be exclusive for the slash be exclusive for the holidays, which is tough. Because are you going to get them a gift? Are they going to get you a gift? I mean, keep in mind, you've only been doing this whole draft trial preseason thing now for like two months. So like now you're starting to figure out, okay, am I like actually starting to like this person? Do I think I could see like a little bit of a future with them? You know, who knows? You could end up in a full-blown relationship by 12-1 anyway. So 12-1 to 115, you get a month and a half. At 115, that's playoffs. You have to consider long-term potential post-holiday guys. So you're like, okay, we made it through Christmas. That was cute. We made it through New Year's. You kissed me on New Year's. Oh my God, beautiful, romantic. We're going to be so fucking in love. Next thing you know, it's January 2nd. You're being dumped because nobody wants to talk to you anymore. But there's there comes a time when you could be talking out of those one to three prospects. You're like, wow, one of these guys is like, or girls, is totally fucking cool. And I can see myself with him or her for like the long run. I Pokemon, I'm choosing you. Go catch him. This is my guy. Or girl, and then the championship game, Valentine's Day, so fucking cute, I know, right? So offer your official boyfriend status and celebrate Valentine's Day, which is kind of funny because um, that's like so cliche, but it's so true because if you're like, think about this, if you if you start seeing somebody, you pick them in your draft on 922, and you're still seeing that person from 922 to 214, and you're not talking to anybody else, you're like, this is so cliche to ask them on my to ask them to be my boyfriend or girlfriend on Valentine's Day. But you know what? If you've come that far and you're only talking to one person, you guys are fucking together. Just get over it. Go have a nice Valentine's Day dinner and go have sex afterwards. Enjoy life and be free. Then this picture, though, what what it doesn't say is when does cuffing season end? I have no clue in cuffing. I mean, if you actually do, <laughs> here's a thought. You actually like the person, want to spend some time with them and maybe the rest of your life with them. But say if you don't, say if you're like, okay, that <laughs> that was a cute little go around. Spring is finally here. Get the fuck out of my bed. Get out of my life. I'm ready to be single again. What date is that? Is that like Marathon Monday? Is that Memorial Day? When do you decide to like break things off because you know it's not really working out and you two are only together during this like awful quarantine winter? So in a normal world my guess is if it like wasn't actually going the best i'd probably dump his ass mid-april but if it was going if this is like the pandemic world and things are like still not really open next year i think i'm gonna dump his ass memorial day weekend but you let me know during a regular world during a non-regular world when if if this is truly just a cuffing thing when the fuck you gonna dump his ass or you're gonna dump her ass but also like i said there could be that like off chance you really do like this person and you're not like emotionally fucked up like i am and you will hold on to this person for the rest of however long you decide to hold on to them for so i'm actually wicked excited to see how this cuffing season is going to go not just for me but for my friends and for literally the gay world in boston because so many people in Boston know each other, know of each other. Everyone runs in the same social circles. It's getting to that point where like you are starting to see people out on the patios or you saw them throughout the summer. And 
there's people out there that are starting to like couple together already where I'm like, wait a second, that I would have never seen that coming. That that person is from this friend group who really doesn't like this friend group, but now they're dating. So what the hell is that? This person likes this guy, but I know that that guy is also talking to that boy's ex. So it just becomes like this like weird triangle, but I cannot wait to see how this ends because it is going to be oh so good. It's going to be fun to watch, but I also forget that I actually signed myself up for this cuffing. I'm acting like this is like a legit sport well it kind of is but i forgot that i have to do this myself so i can't wait for you all to hear how my journey goes and i can't wait to see how bad no you know what i gotta think positive positive thoughts positive thoughts it's going to go well i know it's going to go well but like putting myself out there like you all know it just like freaks the fuck out of me so i can't (laughs) wait for you guys to see how this goes for myself and i can't wait to see how this goes for myself but i also and watching everybody else and cannot wait to see how this goes for all of the Boston gay community. Okay, another thing I want to say real quick before we move on from the cuffing season topic. It's kind of funny because I recently had over the last weekend an adult sleepover, which I haven't had in a long time. And I realized that I kind of miss like the cuddling of just like being with someone during the night. During the summer, I can't do that at all. I like kind of run hot when I sleep. I don't like being like touched like that during the summer when it's like hotter out, even though my room is freezing from the AC. But during the winter and during the fall, winter and spring, it's like nice to have somebody there in bed where you can just like kind of like hold on to and like, be like, oh my God, so cute. Um, I like woke up the next morning and I was like, wow, I kind of really missed that. And I really want to work on getting myself to find somebody to have that on like a regular basis with. But I think it's funny because when I talk to like my friends and my roommates and stuff, they're like, I don't like having somebody in my bed during the summer because of just like the mindset you're in. Cause it's like, fuck that. I want to be single during the summer. I don't want to be tied down to someone. I want people to know I'm playing the field. But as soon as like the colder weather comes in, people are like, come lay in my bed. Let's watch a movie. Let's snuggle. Hold on to me so tight. And I know that I am missing this because <laughs> the last couple of days that I wake up, my, I, I have like two pillows that are like, one is in between my legs and I'm literally hugging the other one. And I'm like, oh shit, this probably means I fucking am ready for a boyfriend. I'm ready to date. And like, I just like want somebody to be there in the morning or at night with me. And so, yeah, that's another thing that I think, like I said earlier, positive vibes. It's something that I'm looking forward to finding someone during this cuffing season. Cause I will find someone during this cuffing season. I'm excited to just kind of like spend the night with them. Like it doesn't even need to be sexual. Like you don't have to take me to pound town every single night. All I'm asking is, is we just kind of like hold on to each other. You know, we can watch a movie or when we go to sleep, like it's nice to just like have somebody to like hug and hold. Okay. But that's really all I mean. I'm excited for cuffing season. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be dandy. And I will be able to wake up to somebody in the morning. That isn't my fucking pillow. Okay. Switching subjects. I need to talk about Soul Cycle for a second. I have not spun anywhere since January. The last class I took was at Soul Cycle in January. And last weekend, my friend Molly was like, You, Steph, and myself, we are all going to go to Soul Cycle and Denim and work out. We're going to go to Carol Lennon's class. It's her first week teaching at Soul, and it's going to be fucking amazing. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to be so bad. I admittedly have not been doing enough cardio that I should be doing and I was like I used to be so good I literally used to be a soul slut I used to sit front row bike seven used to be my bike at Beacon Hill bike five used to be my bike at and um back bay and whatever C was open and C4 used to be my bike I used to love going I, I used to go for the social aspect I used to get so caught up in the drama it was that is a whole episode in and of itself that I will get into one day but I was a soul slut 2016 to the end of 2018 I was a whore okay 
in like many different ways, soul cycle related, whether it was like hanging out with like instructors, talking shit about everybody, the whole thing. So I took a break from soul cycle and I ended up going back and it was an experience like no other. First of all, if you've never taken Carolyn in at uh, she used to teach at Barry's. I used to love going to her class. She used to teach at Bespoke. And then now she has finally landed at Soul Cycle. And it shows how happy she is. Her music was fucking dope. It was like EDM remixes. She did a great mix of like Hills and of Sprint. And then she ended with The Soulful, which is a song right after The Wait. She did Back of My Body by Maggie Rogers. And I literally, it had been so long since I've taken a class. I'm not going to lie. I had to close my eyes. <laughs> because I I may have shed a tear or two because like what she was saying felt so good and it was like I was like shit I just did this whole class she's like spitting like the best things that I could ever hear right now and I just kind of got lost in the moment but anyway it was so good but what they do is we went to Dedham we went to Legacy Place it was the first time I've ever been there it was so cute fun they have all the bikes in one of the parking lots one of those like parking garages so the whole class was outside it was kind of cold it was like 55 degrees but it felt good at one point well, it felt good the whole time, but the class is taught through, it's like a silent disco. So you put the headphones on, you take your mask off. You're like at least like 12 feet apart from everybody and you just ride the class. And like, it's kind of funny because you can hear people like wooing. And if you had no idea what was going on, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on up there? Because you don't, you can't hear any music. You can't hear anybody talking. You can just hear people screaming at the top of their lungs. Needless to say, it felt so good to be back into like a group fitness setting like that. And it also felt so good to be back at Soul Cycle because I had like taken so much time away from Soul before and I totally missed it. So I, this isn't the recommendation of the week, but if you do feel like going to like a Soul Cycle class or a spin class, it really was a great way to like relieve stress and to like kind of get out of my own head and my own world, at least for like 45 minutes. And this was the first time I've ever taken, side note, a class that when I was wearing my Apple Watch and I fucking closed two of my rings during it. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm a fucking badass. But that's neither here nor there. I highly recommend taking Kara's class. She's totally amazing. And I highly recommend going back to Soul Cycle or any sort of any sort of spin class because it honestly is just like, so much fucking fun. Okay, we need to switch to a topic that's way more Dorchester oriented, but I need to talk about Harpenbard. <laughs> Why are we talking about Harpenbard, Brandon? We are talking about Harpenbard because Harpenbard is the dining hall in Dorchester. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? Picture this. Last September, you get back to school and you go to the dining hall. You see all your friends. You see people you haven't seen in a long time. That's what it's like being an adult, an adult gay man in Dorchester. You go to Harp and Bard. You are going to run into at least 15 gay men that you know sitting at any table or at the bar at any given time. From the fall until the winter before Corona started, you could walk in there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you would run into at least 15 people you know. That's a lot of different people. And Harp was bumping at all hours of the day and then summer comes and people go to p-town they go on their little trips they go to the vineyard they go to the cave they go wherever they want to go and it's not as busy anymore it's less crowded it's less busy not many people you know maybe different people new to the neighborhood but guess what it's now september and i've been to harp and bard before corona happened you could catch us at harp and bard at least like four times a week which is like so gross i know but like we would be there all the time. But now that September is back, we have gone a bunch of times and it feels like the old times. Yes, granted, there are less tables, but there's a whole bunch of outdoor seating, whether it's the front or the back. But you literally can walk in and now see so many different people that either you haven't seen in a while or the same regulars that used to be going. And it just feels like home again. Last Saturday, I went with a few of my friends and we saw 
tons of different groups of gay men come in. And by groups, I mean six or less, because that's all at the time you could eat at the table. And it was like, oh my God, look at those people. Look at those people. And it turned into like a, a waving session. Like, hey, hi, how you doing? But if you go on Instagram any day, if you're a gay man in Boston, you want Instagram any day of the week, any person that you know that lives in Dorchester, you're bound to know somebody is posting a story from Harp and Bard. The place literally has such a special heart, a, a, such a special little place in my heart. Same thing with my roommates, like we're there all the time, but it just feels so good to have a place come back to like, back to like reality in a way. And what I mean by that is like, Okay, do you want to go to brunch and get fucked up at Harp on a Saturday? Of course I do. Do you want to go get, like, drunk on a Tuesday because we can? Absolutely. And that's why I feel so good to have Harp and Bard back. Which, this is a good segue to say, starting Monday on September 28th, you can now sit at a bar. You have to order food, but in Massachusetts, you can sit at a bar, which is, uh, I just, like, love sitting at a bar. It's also, th- you know what? They did this for cuffing season. Um, Governor Charlie Baker said, I know all these people need to get locked down by the end of the winter, so let me let them open up bar seating again so they can go sit at a bar and not have to sit at a table, order dinner, and get all stuff. Well, I guess you still have to order dinner, but... At least like it's a it's a different atmosphere, and now you can start going to brunch with four more friends because you can sit at a table with with ten people now. It doesn't have to be just six; it can be ten, which means your brunches. All these fucking people that are like, "You'll never go to brunch again. Brunch is never gonna happen. Go fuck yourself." Yes, it is gonna happen again, especially once there is a vaccine. But guess what, girl? That's just because you don't have ten friends. Now that I got my ten friends, we're going to brunch. And like I said before, we're going to Harp and Bar Brunch, baby. All right, I know I said it last week and I got off on a little tangent, but now everybody can breathe. We can go to bed happy because our girl Leah McSweeney signed her contract and she is coming back to the Real Housewives of New York City. And I could not be fucking happier. And what makes me even more happy, I follow this Instagram account. I don't even, it's, um, Dumois, but it's spelled D-E-U-X-M-O-I. They're private, so you have to add them, but they do a whole bunch of like celebrity sightings throughout cities or wherever. Leah was seen eating dinner with Anthony the other night. And now if I love Anthony, I think he's so hot. He's like so sexy, so yummy. I just love the fact that the two of them were together. Like it just makes me so happy. So Leah is coming back to the Real Housewives of New York City, and we finally got Teddy to get the fuck out of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm sorry if you're a fan of hers. I don't know what she brings to the table or what she brought to the table because she's gone. But now she's done, and we get a better season of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But yes, Leah McSweeney, thank God. I just had to bring it up quickly because I, I have been messaging so many people about it. But she's coming back. I can breathe, and they are set to film. Actually, they already did start to film a little bit. So finally, hallelujah, the world is all better. All right, it is time for the recommendation of the week because we are almost done with this episode. I know it flew by, but my recommendation of the week comes at no better time when you need a new TV show. I know I had flown through all of my stuff. The Real Housewives of New York City is coming to an end. Beverly Hills is done. Below Deck Met is is coming to an end. I know I'm saying all Bravo shows, but like, I honestly didn't even have any Netflix shows I needed to watch until Ratchet came out. The show Ratchet with Sarah Paulson is so fucking good. I am only on, I thought I was on episode three, and then I was um, corrected this morning by somebody. I am on episode four that I have to watch before this is released, and then I need to continue going. But so far, the first few episodes are so good. I know people that have finished the show, and they highly recommend it. So if you need a new TV show to watch, go watch Ratchet with Sarah Paulson on Netflix. It's a Ryan Murphy original. Sarah Paulson's also an EP on the show. The cast is, you know, your typical American horror story cast um, mixed in with Cynthia Nixon. So good. Highly recommend it. Go watch it. You'll binge it in a few days. Although I am trying to take it slow. I'm currently like 
watching it with a friend. We watch a few episodes together, but like at the same speed. So it's like nice to be like, oh my God, this happened. Also, look, this happened. So yeah, go give it a whirl. Let me know what you think because she's just the fucking best. All right, that's it. That is all the time we have for today's episode. Episode nine, done. Check in the books. Please let me know your thoughts on cuffing season. Write to me on Instagram, text, whatever. I want to know if you're going to be partaking in cuffing season, who's on your roster. I know someone on my, I have one person on my roster. I kind of hope pans out more than anybody else, but it's going to be exciting to see what happens. Let me know if you have anyone on your roster that you're excited about. You don't have to tell me names, but like, I kind of want to know how you're going to go about cuffing season. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. We'll give, I will give a little updates here and there as we go. Like I said, we're in the draft phase right now, but by the time next week's episode comes out, it's going to be first date season. So we will be doing the entire month of October going on first dates. So until next time, thank you all so much for listening. I love you all so fucking much. I love doing this. Let me know if you want to hear any topics, anything at all. And until next week, you fuckers, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you then. Bye.